Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How you doing? Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available for Monday, the 7th of March 2022 with me, Daniel Ruiz Tyson, episode 376. And you'll hear this is going to be a unique show. The first ever podcast I've done with hiccups. I've left it as as late as possible before recording today's show. It needs to be recorded today. It's actually Sunday evening. I needed to record record this Sunday daytime. I can't do it tomorrow. I'm looking at an 18-hour day tomorrow. So I wanted to do this today. It's been a really weird weekend. It's been a tiring week. It's had a real high this weekend, but then it's had a real low. And I think the low and trying to fix the low, I think these hiccups, actually, I can I can say now the hiccups are actually going to overshadow, overshadow the hard swallows this week. The lows have been difficult they've really taken it out of me i have to record this show tonight there's no other way to do it it's also going to be a different show in that i've got very very few notes it's like i'm beatboxing i've got very few notes i'm just gonna record it do the most basic of editing but in terms of amplifying it making sure the sound's right but in terms of anything else i'm not gonna do it i'm sorry this week you know and uh, there's only about 30 downloaders Every week, I can't kill myself this week on this. Uh, I'll still try and do a good show, of course. And uh, it's going to be a an honest show, as it always is, hopefully. But uh, yeah, just going to record this and, you know, put it, put it together as soon as it's done. The hiccups, I can't do anything about. That just adds to the farcical weekend. I hope you're all healthy, hiccup-free, and doing what you need to be doing to keep yourself going. Actually, I've got to pause, pause this. I've got to... I've got to turn the heating off. I treated myself to an hour of heating. It's been such a bad day. I treated myself to an hour of heating. I want to have another hour in the evening. I'm just going to pause the heating. Right, that's off. At some point, you'll hear the, the, the boiler. These hiccups aren't going away. I normally do a thing. I've not had hiccups in the last few years. Not that often, but I normally do a thing. It's the only effective thing I've found is to hold my breath. And they they go away. You could, you can hear. I've tried to hold my breath today. It's not working. I can't drink anything because it's just exacerbating it. Can't even have a coffee. This started around fourteen hundred hours today. I mean, this show is not this. This particular show is unless it's like, please don't hug me, episode twenty-two, which inexplicably became the most downloaded episode ever. A, a certain MAB's win zone episode. Uh, this episode isn't gonna be great the hiccups let me just stop talking about the hiccups you'll hear the hiccups so it's cold and uh, Manchester City and Manchester United you see my voice spike in there uh, the game is on in the background uh, seven minutes left City are winning 3-1 I missed the earlier game as as well about a Star Wars football game that owing to not being able to 
to use my phone today until now and that will become the reasons for that will become evident later I had to use an old-fashioned alarm clock to time the game and then I had to abandon the game to come on the PC and get a friend to do a remote session to try and sort out the problem which I'll come to later and then I just finished the game I'll give you the result later the, the game between Empire and X-Wing League week three I finished it with the uh, normal stopwatch it's uh, easily the weirdest uh, the worst game even I think of the Silver Age a terrible terrible way to play the game so uh, very cold here in South London been a wet week in uh, South London very very tired I've had four gigs in the last uh, weeks since I was last with you I've got two this week tomorrow night uh, uh, Tuesday night Tuesday night is a is a big one so I've still got to rehearse tonight for those. Um, I've got a thing I'll come to later, actually, when I give you the Star Wars football results. Uh, I thought it'd be nice if I carried out uh, the League Cup draw live on the show. Oh, my God, these hiccups. This is a disaster of a show. Hopefully the voice is sounding a bit better because uh, I've been using the voice a lot this week, not just the the gigs but the rehearsing as well I'll tell you I'll tell you about the gigs uh, later I think 376 it's just going to be the show I had to do this way and uh, hopefully 377 back to normal mind you with the old Patreon support pl- plummeting and you know I have to say I haven't missed when shorts were short at all I feel absolutely liberate, liberated not having that uh, it's like I've got Tourette's not having that show in my life and uh, yesterday I felt I needed to really w- wake up w- 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 wake up before uh, doing last night's, uh, last night's show in West London. I was in Hammersmith last night and I just felt so tired all day and I thought I'd better go to, to the cafe in the afternoon and have a couple of coffees. Didn't have much time, down to a cu- couple just to try and feel sharp before going um, down there. And as I was turning... to Towards the cafe off Morby Bruff, I just popped into Nine Elm Sainsbury's and I was walking to the cafe and I thought, yeah, I've got to do episode 376 tomorrow and I wasn't looking forward to it. You know you know what, how I feel about podcasting. I'm, I'm, I'm very honest about how I feel about doing this and I just thought if I can just get to 400 finally, see where I am there and then work out what I'm going to do. And, you know, people might say he's always threatening to stop the show. Remember, I didn't podcast for a couple of years because I know how difficult it it is, and uh, since then, you know, I've come back. You could ugly, ugly. You could ar- argue the show is past its peak, but there's never been more episodes of Daniel Ruiz Tyson available than post 2019. I mean, it's been at least a minimum episode a week since I came back, but it's not not a fun way uh, to to spend my life, as uh, as far as I'm concerned. The, the Ukraine thing. The Ukraine thing, I'm sure, has got you worried. It's got me very worried, and uh, I don't know how this is uh, going to end. Of course, I don't. Although uh, in the cafe, there are plenty, plenty of uh, Ukraine Russia experts there who are telling you how it's going to pan out. <laughs> I am really worried that six months from now we're all going to be in bunkers, and it's well, it'll be summer, so maybe it won't be so cold. But I'm going to have insufficient bedding. I'm, going to be alone i mean it might be the easiest way to actually ensure i no longer live in this flat which has done my head in but you know if we're going to be down there for a while inevitably uh, inevitably 
Can I string some words together? What kind of show is this going to be? Inevitably, you know, you'll have communities coming together. You'll have good people down there, but you're also going to have all four people down there. You're going to have chances. You're going to have thieves, gangsters, but you're also going to have people who are going to be shagging each other. You'll have couples breaking up down there and moving off, uh, moving off into other relationships. You're going to have people jerking off. Maybe you're on the lower bunk. They're on the uh, upper bunk. You can feel the whole frame moving. It's it's going to be terrible. It is going to be terrible. I would rather go right away. You know, if uh, if we're finally going to be uh, if the West is finally going to be destroyed by Putin, I'd I'd rather go right away. I don't want to be in the bunker. I really don't. And. I was see, seeing some footage. I mean, it's just hard not to watch this thing, seeing footage of people on the ground as they were being shelled. And you think, well, even in Lambeth, I think uh, if Lambeth was being shelled, I don't think I'd lie, lie on the ground in Lambeth. Absolutely not. Having trouble again with my glasses. The glasses, again, Dave, I had an argument at uh, Specsavers during the week. They had told me different things now. I've been given a, a minimal increase in my prescription only to learn that it's not doing much because I'm actually still struggling really badly, making the same spelling mist- mistakes. And I went in there and I said, how can this be? You've given me new uh, new glasses, screen glasses, and I can't see properly. I'm still making the same errors. They said, well, move your screen closer. And I have. It's at arm's length. I probably need to move it a bit closer. I'll do it again after the show, but also the laptop when I'm in the cafe, the laptop obviously is not at arm's length because I'm not as close to the screen and I'm still having problems there and I don't understand how. And they said to me also, uh, City have just gone full one up. Yep. Um, They had told me, no, it's offside. Uh, They told me you're using the wrong glasses to, on your, on your, phone you shouldn't be using your screen reading glasses for your phone because it's next to you it's, it's in, in front of you use your reading glasses so okay I've been doing that then the last five weeks so I was getting that wrong but now that they, they told me well it doesn't really matter because the glasses are all pretty much the same and I said well why did I spend this money then if you're telling me that the glasses my reading glasses and my screen glasses are the same I, I didn't need to spend this money now you're telling me if I want to get the right prescription or the prescription that I need I actually need to spend more money so I'm not sure how that's going to go because I still need to get a, a passport, which is causing me problems. And that's going to be however much those cost nowadays. You're telling me now I've got to spend another 40, 50 pounds on glasses. I'm not sure I'm going to go back to those guys. I think I might have to bite the bullet, go to the old private optician I used to go to and see if they can actually sort it out properly rather than just go to some high street chain, really, the cost of coffee of... Uh, opticians op op opticians um well what kind of show is this going to be a week of gigs where my name of course was mispronounced no luke ritz thankfully taken to the london stage this week but uh still being mispronounced i'm gonna have to probably set up a new email address that factors in my uh Ruiz Tyson surname because uh, I'm appearing on a lot of bills as Daniel Ruiz and that's not the st- stage name or the writing name and you know you got to you're doing this for a reason to build up a, a profile. <laughs> oh Christ, it's tiring this. And I'm trying to I might I can't do it with the mail forwarding. I can't do it on Gmail. So the oh the, the city girl has been allowed 
the the promoters, even though I'm I'm signing off as Daniel Ruiz Tyson, they just see an email coming in their inbox from Daniel Ruiz, and then you know I'm going on the bill as Daniel Ruiz, which I don't want. So it's causing me problems. So I might just have to set up a, a, a new Gmail that says Daniel Ruiz Tyson because I think the alternative is looking a bit too complicated uh, te- technically. And you know I've had enough of that uh, this weekend. I can tell you. Um, Briefly, before I go back to the gigs on the read, and I'm still reading the uh, A to Z of Jack the Ripper, which I mentioned last week. And I'm reading that not, not only because, you know, it's a subject that I'm interested in, but I think, as I said last week, the format of it. I'm absorbing the format because I'm going to borrow it for my new book that I'm uh, that I'm working on. It really uh, it w- works. So that's the book that's uh, traveling with me uh, to my gigs as I absorb the format and how everything is linked and how it might be hyperlinked. On the um, on the Kindle, had to buy a small new messenger bag as well because my messenger bag is uh, busted and I don't want to be travelling to uh, gigs with a, a big rucksack. On the running, uh, back to three runs this week. Well, I was last week as well. Three six Ks, all quite uh, difficult. Very cold out there. Very muddy. Tried to avoid as much of the trail as I could on Friday. That was a better run. Still, you know, very difficult. It is so cold for March. I mean, March is as cold as January was. February wasn't as cold compared to this start of March. I was out last night. I didn't take any gloves with me. I was absolutely freezing. Well, I did take my bus gloves, but they're very thin and they are just uh, uh, bus gloves. I'm just generally really stressed this week, you know, I've got problems with the man. The man is very close to claiming me, and because of the roof and the storm damage, I'm maybe thinking that's an excuse I need not to allow myself to be sucked in by the man. It's also just a temporary thing, and I don't, you know, that wouldn't resolve any problems. The issue is that the evening shift stuff and night shift stuff that I was, uh, you know, looking to do around Christmas time, I can't do it now because, you know, I'm doing the stand up. And that's more important, but I really just don't want to be sucked back into that nine to five life, regardless of the money. But obviously, you know, I need certain people people off my back. And yeah, I've just got a lot going on at the minute. The roof inspection, trying to organize that and trying to make sure it tallies with what other residents who are going to be similarly interrupted uh, this week. We've all got to be on the same page with that. So it's not easy to sort sort out. You know, I could agree to there's a fly there just smacking that away. Um, honestly, I don't know what else I can say about how I feel today. The um, Yeah, so basically there's a few flats that are affected. The leaks are getting worse. So, you know... It gives me an excuse maybe not to uh, give myself over to the man for this particular contract. But, uh, of course, I do uh, do question that. And it's just so difficult dealing with the uh, part homeowners who own this particular property. They are so inept. They make Lambeth look like professionals. And I've got a really bad relationship with the guy that's handling it at the moment. I'd agree to Wednesday inspection. And it was just like a mind terrorism uh, email his email he just he was just misreading everything I was saying he said oh you said you're not available on Wednesday I, I was scro- scrolling through the string of emails where did I say I wasn't available I got back to him you know 
And when you sometimes labour the point with this guy, he will say, oh, well, look, the important thing is now that we get this done properly and forget about what's happened in the past. Yeah, that's convenient for you to say because you're the one that's making all these all these cock-ups. So it's really tiring. Um, the gigs, what's interesting, uh, the, t- the way it's affected, you know, my my body, I don't think it's an age thing. I just think it's an adjustment to the hours to eating at funny times. Um, the traveling, because I'm doing it on buses, the traveling is ex- exhausting. I'm getting home around midnight and then I can't sleep, it, whether it's been an indifferent gig or a, or a good gig. You know, it's the same. I can't, I can't really sleep. I might have a decaf coffee and then I'll certainly, I've certainly been having some uh, granola. <laughs> And yogurt, got some out-of-date yogurt actually to complete tonight. And, uh, you know, I know know that these things aren't great for discipline um, and they're bad habits, but it's it's the hours you keep in and you tell yourself, well, look, this is this is the job. This is the stand-up circuit. You're working nights, so you're going to be doing things differently to most people. You're going to be eating at different times. You're traveling at different times. You're going to be going to bed later. But then I'm getting up at the same time in the mornings, and it really is at the weekends when I don't do anything where the tiredness really, really uh, does hit me. One of the pluses, though, is that undertaking these very difficult, difficult and complex bus journeys and they really are because you know just in the last week I've had three gigs in the outer re- reaches of West London but I'm getting to know where these places are so even though I might say like last week I, I don't think I'll go back to Ealing Broadway in a hurry but I might say okay well I'm not going back there but at least I know where it is next time but it's also allowing me to re-engage with the city I have, haven't really engaged with in this way for over 10 years you know I allowed myself to be swallowed up but you know South London, and I don't like South London, but I just, I went from being someone who knew this city very well to just existing in this little pocket of London, and now I'm re-engaging with the city, and I don't mind that. Um, Shepherd's Bush, despair here, Shepherd's Bush I thought was a bit uh, scummy, but at the mo- at the same time it had the same level of diversity that, say, South London used to have about 10 years ago and I thought that was interesting also I've noticed that in West London they seem to have more pubs maybe because they've still got more communities there you know South South London has just been absolutely overwhelmed by gentrification and you know there are far fewer pubs but I've noticed that in West London you know Hammersmith last night Shepherd's Bush Ealing Broadway just loads and loads of old men pubs you know not gentrification gentrified pubs they've got a balance uh, a balance of both so I'm re-engaging with the city so last uh, Sunday was uh, a gig at Healing Comedy that went well although it was a really long journey it was an expensive journey too and uh, got back back in time for Howard Hughes the unexplained that was a bad impression got back got back in time for that got back got back in time for that we'll call this the Tourette's hiccup episode Got back in time for that. Um, Tuesday was a difficult one. Tuesday I was in Kentish Town, the bus strike. It took me it took me three hours to get there. I made the, the classic mistake. This is, you know, this is just my lack of common sense. The, eight, the 88 bus route, I worked out it would take me to Kentish Town, but the 88 bus route passes through Westminster and these days, the 88 has changed its end destination again. So it's no longer Camden. It's Parliament Hill, Parliament Hill Fields. 
And because it passes through Parliament, I just thought, well, this is weird. This is truncating early. I'll have to get off there and see if I can hop on another 88. And sometimes I'd been shopping the previous week trying to buy jeans and I'd been confused because, again, I'd got off the, the 88 at Whitehall thinking it was done, thinking it was um, finishing its service there. But then I was able to to get an 88 from Oxford Circus, which made no sense to me, but I didn't really look into it. How, how could a, a bus service that seemed to truncate at Westminster be actually starting from further back going the other way. And then I realised, of course, checking my phone, that Parliament Hill Fields is actually a place, I'm assuming, in North London. So I'd got off the right bus. And the thing is, anyway, ah, can't deal with this today. This is so bloody difficult. The thing is that Whitehall is sealed off at the moment. I don't know if that's because of the Ukraine-Russia conflict, if it's a security thing or if it might have been something pertinent to the travel strike the other day, the TFL strike, I don't, I can't see why it would be. So I got off at Westminster. I had to walk around the back of Westminster and the new Scotland Yard building and then catch up with the 88 on Trafalgar Square. And then it just really took forever. Finally got to Kentish Town and then I had to run to this uh, gig. And, you know, that's the plus of being fit now. I can do it despite having a bag, despite having a heavy coat. I was able to do it, had some deodorant on me, made sure I, w- I wasn't sweaty when I went in there, you know, um, had to forget about COVID. Uh, I think like you, I'd probably take, uh, well, I'm not sure actually about the early lockdown period because that was difficult, but uh, I think I think uh, most of COVID has been easier than reading about Ukraine, Russia. Uh, so, you know, hug the compere who I hadn't seen for about 10 years and just think, well, this is... Uh, you know, this is the pandemic, we're in the pandemic age, but look, you're trying to live normally and uh, for months and months and months these venues have been closed, people want to get back to normal, you're here, you're not wearing a mask, just be cautious but try and, you know, try and be normal as well, let's see if we can get back to, you know, something close to what we knew before. I think I went on second and um, it went down, uh, it was met with indifference, there were there was some laughter. Uh, I found it a bit of a difficult setup. It was what one of those open venues, but basically, I think uh, quite a turnaround later in, in the week as I went from that to doing really well. But you know, I was still strong. I think I know that I am doing something different, and you know, uh, a few people have told me, "Look, you're doing something different." You know, effort, whatever's going on, just go on stage. It's just uh, you know, five minutes at the at the moment, you know, it's not going to kill you. Go up there, do your stuff, talk about what you're talking about. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't work, it's going to go over some people's heads. Some people may just not like it. There may be occasions where you're just not good enough on the night, but just go out there and do your stuff. And on the Sunday, it had worked. On the Tuesday, it didn't work. I wasn't massively disappointed, but I had a gig the following night. And uh, the problem was that was a, a bringer too. That was a plus one. And I didn't have a plus one. So uh, I, got, I got dropped from that gig. And, you know, I understood why. You know, I don't like the bringer system, but I understand why it's there. Because otherwise, you know, these stand-up gigs are the equivalent of uh, when shorts were short or this podcast. Why do something when no one's there? When, no, you know, barely anyone's listening, barely anyone's watching. If you don't have a bringer to some of these, gig- these gigs, no one's going to be there. So it doesn't work. So, of course, I completely understand promoters having that plus one rule. The problem is I don't have enough friends and you don't want to be asking people repeatedly. You don't 
want to be asking people who've already seen you perform once. Thankfully, I haven't had to. You don't want to be asking them to come again. But the fact is that I'm in a situation where I do get dropped if I don't have a bringer. So this guy dropped me. In a way, I've welcomed the rest. Although this, you know, would have been uh, this would have been a good gig to do, an important one, what they call a progression gig. Um, but you know, I, I just rested on the Wednesday. But on the Thursday, I thought if there is a gig, you know, I'll have a look at the Facebook page and I can, you know, see who needs someone that night. And uh, I lucked in. I took a gig at four hours' notice that didn't need a bringer. It was in Sydenham. I very rarely go south of West Norwood. You know. Everything I do, 95% of what I do is north, heading north. You know, I'm always drawn to, towards the river. I always have been since I was a kid. Uh, I've said that before on this show. I, I'm not one of these South Londoners who love South London. I don't. I'm always heading the other way. I'm always looking in the direction of the river. But I thought, if I'm doing all these gigs, you know, in places in West London that I haven't been to for years, well, it's not going to kill me to go to Sydenham. Uh, it almost did, but, uh, you know, I just thought I've got to get comfortable. I've got to go to these venues. They're going to be very difficult to get to. And I was all over the pl- place again. You know, I'm, I'm I'm starting to understand what these gigs and uh, the pre-build-up can do to my anxiety, but I'm also learning how to manage it. I took a, a bus to Crystal Palace, forgot my bananas. I worried that I was going to be hungry during the gig. I didn't need to really worry. Got the bus to Sydenham, the right bus, but I didn't realize until after I finished the gig that there was a bus that actually I can get that leaves me right outside the venue. I got a bus and it was one of those southeast London roads that runs for it forever. And I was about, uh, again, it was uh, the TFL strike was on though in, you know, southeast London because of a lack of uh, underground stations. If if I don't even think there are any, um, it wasn't affected. I got, uh, I got there and I... Didn't know where to go. I had my map. It didn't make sense. I saw a cyclist and I thought, you know, I wouldn't normally stop a cyclist or or, or shout across the road to a cyclist. You know, that's a bit dangerous, but I was desperate. I called out to a cyclist. He pointed me in the right direction, said, you need to go over the roundabout, cross the roundabout. This particular bar was number, I think, 313 on somewhere in Sydenham. Don't know if it was Sydenham Hill or somewhere else, but I wasn't going to get there. It was a really long road and lots of gaps between the houses I thought right I'm gonna have to run for it no bag but this time you know winter winter coat pockets heavily stuffed with books all manner of pills hang gel hang gel hang gel and bottle of water bananas I'm not sure if I had a banana so I had to I had to run and it was quite a run it was a flat surface so I welcomed welcome that compared to the park but I was you know it was still tiring running in the coat but I knew I could do it and I kept do you know I kept at it then I saw a bus I thought I'll get that bus ran got the bus but bus is going the wrong way so I have to get off the bus after a stop and then I have to just I end up just running all the way went into the gig introduced myself to the promote promoter he was a lovely guy actually um nice to meet uh you know one or two promoters who are you know asses and uh, he was actually quite funny because it was a really tough venue. There was a fight bre- breaking out, actually nearly two fights breaking out. Again, I should have really looked at the floor plan. The area wasn't sealed off. It was a nice bar, but it is southeast London. You're going to get uh, those kind of clashes, old school drinkers and uh, newer uh 
newer arrivals, uh, students as well, quite a few students. And the first couple, first couple of uh, acts had real problems um, getting their act across. I was fairly, I was fairly confident, and again, I think this is why my, my hunch at the moment was right that the pills, the medication, I think, are probably enabling me to to get through this. And maybe it's just the experience of doing fair amount of live work over the last 10 years and also, you know, live radio and the podcasts and knowing how to present, albeit not today with the hiccups. And uh, can he mention hiccups anymore? Um, so I think I went on seventh. There were two breaks. There were some decent acts. And, uh, you know, when I went, went on, I was able to riff a bit at the start, something I couldn't have done 10 years ago. And uh, I felt confident out there. Got a good reception. Also made it very clear what I thought of the venue there. And that, again, went down a... A treat and you know I enjoyed it I, I felt that I needed that confidence before what I thought was going to be a bigger gig Saturday I didn't want to go into the gig on Saturday on the back of Tuesday's uh, performance which had met with such a an indifferent uh, an indifferent reception from the audience so that gave me my confidence back and that was good again another late night getting back and then you know couldn't sleep and you know uh, more granola and then come to yesterday's uh, gig, feeling really t- tired during the day. Thought I'd better do some rehearsing during the afternoon. Did it. Was slipping up a bit. Um, you know, Tuesday's uh, gig, this Tuesday. Uh, let me mention the gigs, actually, where I am. Uh, actually, let me let me just go into the sting. This has been going on long enough. I'll go into the uh, whatever. I debt. Whatever it's called, Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available. Episode 376, The Hiccup Special. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at 1607westegfacebook.com forward slash DRT available. DanielRuizTyson.com for all the work with the Patreon page, of course, that keeps this show alive for now. Patreon.com forward slash DRT available. If you guys know anything about the website, only fans do let me know. I'm looking into that as well. Uh, appreciate those of you who do continue to support uh, the podcast do know that if you have made one-off donations recently via paypal or, or ko-fi.com the links of which, which are on my website that i have your email addresses and that the you know whenever there is bonus co- content you will get that we transfer to you there's no other way for me to get the show to you any bonus content but you'll have it it'll be in your inbox the download link is there for seven days and you just need to download it i am aware of course that not everyone who do- donates does so via patreon and of course do please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen to this week's gigs tomorrow night well today if we can pretend that this is still this is actually monday the 7th i'm at jolly's at the george starts at 7 p.m i have no idea it's in stepney green i don't know how i'm going to get there yet to jolly's at the george 373 commercial road e10la facebook.com forward slash jollies at the george or you can find details to all the gigs at danielruzetizen.com forward slash gigs and on tuesday i'm doing a longer longer set comedy night at kiss the sky in crouch and that starts at 7 30 i need to rehearse for that 18 to 20 park road crouch end n88 td t for tango uh d for david facebook.com forward slash kiss kiss the sky n8 or danielruzetizen.com forward slash gigs or of course you can follow or add yourself uh, to the facebook uh, page drt comedy where all the gigs are 
So uh, that's that's where I am in the next uh, couple of days, and I need to rehearse tonight for the longer gigs after some granola. I've had an early dinner tonight because I'm so hungry. I've not I've been skip, skipping meals this week, and uh, I'll give you my nectar points. Of course, I now can I find the receipt? Is it this one? Um, yep, opening balance uh, two five one. This is from the 28th of February, which is last Monday after last week's show. Bought some semi-skimmed milk, uh, steak and kidney pie, some yogurt, nutty granola, low sugar. low sugar, And uh, actually, I'll tell you about uh, Carol and Annie in a minute. I just remembered them. Bought some uh, blueberries, uh, bananas and uh, sugar, uh, sugar-free hauls, lozenges, came to £6.62. Six points, no bonus points. Two five seven is my closing balance worth one pound uh, twenty eight. Uh, Star Star Wars football. I'll save that for the end. So last night I had the gig at um, what was I last night? Groovy comedy in uh, Hammersmith. Fairly easy to get to actually. So again, it's good to have another place that I, I know how to get to. Took the ninety four from Hyde Park. Hyde Park. I've always thought is the ugliest of the Royal Parks, but some lovely buildings heading in towards Bayswater. Sorry, I'm playing around with this thing, which will surprise you uh, in a moment. I might have told you at the top of the show what I'm doing. It will make sense in a minute. And uh, took the 94 there and uh, walked up to Hammersmith uh, Grove, had a sandwich, had a banana, uh, ordered a sparkling water in there, introduced myself to the promoter. It was a not nice uh, Romanian guy. I've forgotten his name. I don't know if it was Richard or Alex. I can't remember. And he says, you're down for a 10 tonight. I said, what? I said, I don't have a, a 10, you know. And he said, well, we're missing some comics. I said, well, look, I think I, I'm confident enough to do seven or eight minutes. And I was because originally when I did my, um, when, when I started rehearsing my stand-up in January, it was overrunning. Uh, to about seven or eight minutes. So there's a lot about it that I memorized, I learned. And uh, I'm learning so much from gig to gig. The reason I'm gigging a lot is because I'm seeing the difference that stage time makes from one gig to the next, whether it's a good gig or an indifferent gig. I'm learning from each, you know, with each gig. And I need that confidence because I'm not a natural performer. So I was feeling fairly confident and and I did need the gig filmed. I thought they were going to be filmed. And he said, well, no, we can't film them tonight. And plus, we need you to sign non-disclosure forms. I said, well, what What if I give you my phone? Because it wasn't a bring. I'll give you my phone and you film it. And he said, yeah, I can do that. And of course, I'm thinking, well, you know, COVID, that's not really safe. But look, I'm here. I'm unmasked. I've just shaken this guy's hand. Let's just do it. I need the set videoed. And it's not really for vanity purposes or to show people, look, I'm doing this, I'm really doing it, look how good I am. When really, you know, I've only done seven gigs now. This is That was my seventh gig last night. You know, when I do another seven in the next two or three weeks, I'll be much, much better than last night. But I needed a video to send the link to promoters who at the moment are shutting me out of their gigs because they don't know me. So that's understandable that they're not giving me a chance. But this was a rare opportunity to do a longer set and uh, I thought, well, I feel confident, even though it was a really young audience, I feel confident and uh, I really need it. Would, I'll, feel, I'll feel really good on the Sunday if I know that every promoter that hasn't responded to me yet finally has a Vimeo link to the set. And it's something that I'd only share with patrons and I'd ask you not to share it because, of course, I want people to come and see 
come and see me live. I don't want uh, them to see the only set that I might have at the minute and think, oh, we've seen him. We don't need to come along. But um, the set was filmed, went down really well, riffing at the start, felt really confident. The, the final couple of minutes of the set, slightly erratic as I hadn't learnt it as well yet. And that, that's what I need to do for Tuesday. But I still felt confident. The interesting thing compared to 10 and nine years ago is that I did hit upon points, particularly because I'm starting, you know, I'm inserting new stuff and it kind of throws me a bit. And 10 years ago, I would have been panicking. I almost was yesterday because I couldn't remember the, the lead in at one point. But I just stayed calm and I got there in the end. And I think people you know, the audience will know what's happening. I don't have anything written on my hand. I don't use the phone. You know, I just, I don't like it when comedians do that. And I've got to try. And as I said, I think last week, I've got to try and have faith in the way I'm rehearsing, because not only am I putting in the hours traveling to these gigs, I'm putting in serious hours at home rehearsing. I really am. I am really putting in the work and it's paying off. It's as the space daddy said to me, it's practice and study. And that's the only way to do this. And there's going to be bad nights, but there's going to be good nights. And when the good nights happen, I, kn- I know that I can do this. And last night was probably the night. I mean, Thursday gave me a bit of that. But last night was the night that confirmed to me, I, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't, can't do the stand up. You know, right. Had to pause that. Getting throaty, coughing. I don't think uh, it'd be fair to you to have the hiccups and the uh, coughing. I mean, where's, where's this going to end? Today, last night was the night where I think everything fell into place. The timing, having a looser structure, you know, allowing the space for the audience to laugh, feeling confident, not worrying about uh, whether, you know, I was making eye contact with them or not. And they were, you know, they were going for it. And and the good thing for me was they were a really young audience. I think some of them were, were students. That's how young they were. And, you know, some of them might have been shocked by the content in that they haven't lived their life yet so when you know some middle-aged man is talking about a certain that particular stage of their life that's completely new to them Uh, I'd asked the promoter to film it and I gave it I gave the phone to him in landscape I didn't want it being filmed in portrait coming across as some old man Uh, he filmed it in portrait and this is important because this throws me later but what I did realize is that every young comic on there that was having stuff filmed or people in the audience the kids that were filming stuff they were filming in portrait. And I found out via Twitter last night that apparently this is something that the kids do now. My friend Martin said to me today, yeah, people do this now in portrait because it's a lot easier to hold your phone, which, yeah, is uh, agreed, but it just looks terrible. I, I think, you know, when I see something on YouTube and, um, you know, it's done in portrait, I just think that's been filmed by some old person. It looks awful. And I wanted it in landscape. So first of all, let me tell you, I met uh, Carol and Annie I think, uh, I don't know if they'll find the Facebook page because they asked where they could find me to support me. Two uh, lovely women, one from Essex, one from Buckinghamshire, both, I think, in their 70s. And uh, they turned up with their glasses of wine. I was upstairs on my own, sat at the back. And I said, oh, it's nice to uh, go to a gig where I've got a, a couple of people who are part of my own age group. And that broke the ice and we got chatting all night. And, uh, you know, they were wonderful. I was chatting to them all evening they were telling me about all their years in West London and how it was great to grow up during their time you know everything was you know you could if you didn't like a job you could walk out go to another job if you didn't like your flat you could leave and find another flat you didn't need all your references all these huge deposits they were talking about how 
you know, they'd been going to that pub, you know, for, for decades and how the area had changed over the years. And uh, yeah, it was nice. And again, I said to them, listen, you know, I couldn't have talked to you before the pandemic. I didn't ha- have those skills and I didn't realize how much even I needed people, you know, and, and again, I think going into stand up is all part of that. It's all linked into the pa- pandemic. Without the pandemic, I probably wouldn't be doing this. You know, it's 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 changed changed me you know physically it's wrecked me but it's 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 changed me in many sort of positive respects too well maybe not many a few anyway so my set went down really well and you know someone said I was really ballsy for just not worrying about it and doing something so different someone else said it was really what you were doing was really thoughtful I thought some of the younger comics on the night the guys were very puerile lots of dick jokes uh you know, and drugs and that. And, you know, I've never been into that, whether it was, you know, whether I was young or, or old, that's not my thing. But, and I don't want to come across as very old, but, I, I you know, the whole kind of dick joke thing, it's uh, it's just nev- never really been me. I was never really into that kind of humour, like bottom, you know, I never really got into that show, even though I was a, you know, big fan of the young ones. I don't know whether that falls into pure art category, but I, I, I would say I was the best on the night on Saturday and I had it on video. I had the evidence before me to to watch back, to have a link, to send to promoters, to, to know, yes, you can do this. There will still be difficult nights ahead, but you can do this. And you've got the advantage, you're a writer, you're good with words, you're good with language. Uh, you know how to structure a, a set and you're managing to learn your lines in a w- way that you hadn't done before because you're really putting the hours in and you're calm. And I think, that in a way you know it has been the pills maybe that have allowed me to to do that to find the courage to perform although you know I've got to stress I'm not on the high dosage that I was a year ago but at the same time I suspect it's the pills that then caused me to make the huge f up that I made that really wrecked me today so I was a bit unhappy that the video was in portrait and I started searching on the phone during my long journey home to find out how I could convert what software could be used to convert uh portrait to landscape and right away as i suspected it could only maybe be done in something like movie maker but someone on twitter told me to be prepared to have some resolution lost if you did convert it and that's when someone on twitter told me look young people use portrait all the time now so don't worry about it and i thought okay fair enough but then also i wanted to make sure because i'm very bad at deleting stuff on my phone i realized i didn't have much storage space again thought, well, I'll save the video to drive and meantime, I'm going to start emailing any pictures I want to keep to myself, delete what I don't want to delete. By the time I got home about an hour and a half later, freezing again, the video still hadn't saved to drive. I was trying to cancel it. It just wasn't responding. I rebooted the phone, turned the phone on. The video was gone. It wasn't even, you know, and I'm not one to back up data on Google. Google. I don't really like Google having that data, so I don't even use Google Photos normally. Of course, I've learned my lesson now, and I've had to uh, set it to back up stuff on Google Photos. Tried four different recovery apps, one via Google Play, which left loads of crap in my history. Think, things like anime and actually men's asses. And this is last night. It also ma- managed to recover, you know, a bunch, maybe about twenty comedy files from lockdown videos I, I did two years ago in the early stages of lockdown. And yet it couldn't recover 
recover a nine-minute set, stand-up set that isn't even 24 hours old. I'll give you the first time check of today's show, 1854 hours. Couldn't even find that show, that set, which isn't even 24 hours old. And today I had Martin helping me remotely on the PC. I tried four apps in total. He tried to... It's gone. He said, look, just go out there and do another brilliant set. And I guess it's a really tough lesson, but one I'm going to have to, you know, just learn. There'll be another night, another opportunity. But I think I was, you know, unsettled because, you know, I think I said this earlier. I don't want to give my my phone to a stranger, a promoter, you know, not ideal because, you know, they've got to focus on the night and you're asking them to do you a fairly big favor. So I did. You know, you do want someone there that you trust who can film it for you, ideally in landscape. I didn't have that. And I think that's where the the problem started. And then, of course, you know, I I should have just waited until I got home. But I was so eager to, you know, be able to save the video to drive and be able to send out a link in the morning to all these promoters so I can try and get on some, you know, uh, higher profile nights, which will allow me to do longer sets. And I do feel I'm better suited to the longer sets. Tomorrow in Stepney Green, it's a five minute set. And uh, Tuesday night, it's a longer set in Crouch End. I'm going to rehearse after this, have some granola. But I think, um, as, as I say, I think the mistake I made, I think it's the pills slow me down and I make errors like I did yesterday with the video. At the same time, the pills slow me down in a positive enough way to be able to control my emotions, my anxieties and go on stage and do the show and then record a podcast the following day with hiccups and not really care so so the thing that gives me strength is also my Achilles heel right now and uh, yeah bit of a bit of a problem so uh, yeah it's a tough one today a real real tough one haven't slept don't think I'll be awake for the whole Howard Hughes show tonight haven't slept just couldn't believe that I had to do this this morning of course they say that when you have these issues with your phone before you know, before you start to recover the stuff, you've got to realize you can't use your phone. So I couldn't use my phone for most of the day, and that's where I am—a real, a real blow. But ultimately, the most important thing is, I tell myself, and I think I'm right, is that I did these gigs, and I did them really well. And of course, I can improve. But I showed myself with these last two gigs, especially, that I can do them. And last night's one—the important thing is that I went down really well with the audience. And uh, yeah, I've lost a gig. I'll never be able to watch it back, but I know that I can do it. And at some point, there will be someone there to record the show for me and uh, I can send it to promoters, show them what I can do. And they might say, you the guy who did the Hiccup podcast? Say, yeah, that's me. Can I have a a spot? Can you give me a 10-minute spot? And uh, hopefully, I'll catch up on my self. Uh, The cafe, I've got nothing prepared this week. Just to tell you, there have been quite a few staff changes this week. Um, I'll, I'll cover them in detail next week. Um, again, it might be a Sunday record next week. It's just really full on at the, at the minute. I've got the wrong Star Wars Silver Age season here. Here we go. This is season six. Uh, I'm hoping Seb K is. I'm hoping Seb K isn't one of those that have left. I thought uh, the beard had, but he he hadn't. Hiccups all the way uh, to the end. So what I will do is I'll bring you. Star Wars football and uh, right, I'll give I'll give you. Um, I think I gave you the ga- games from the twenty eighth. So uh, League Week Two, the last uh, Week Two game on the first of March, X Wing Two, Tatooine Two. So uh, deposed champions, Tatooine, 
their second draw of the season, X-Wing, uh, notoriously slow starters, draw specialists. They were 1-0 up and then 2-1 two, two, up and uh, Tatooine pegged them back. So the week two league table stand-ins, uh, everyone on uh, played two games. Uh, Alderaan, uh, top six points, goal difference of plus five. They'd won both their games. Bears be- behind them, plus two, goal difference, six points. Hoth, third on four points, pl- plus one, goal difference. Good, strong start for them under new manager, Besbin Luke. Concord, Dawn, the new boys, they're on uh, two. two uh, they played two games, uh, three points. Uh, yeah, they won one, lost one. Rebels won one, lost one. They're on three three points in fifth, zero goal difference. Tatooine in sixth place, uh, zero goal difference. Difference, two points, no wins yet. X-Wing and Tatooine, uh, both uh, joint sixth, actually. Uh, Death Star in eighth, uh, one point. They, they'd they uh, lost their second game, minus one goal difference. Empire lost both games, minus three. They're in ninth. And Apex Overlook, the uh, Cloud City new boys. They're on minus six at the bottom, zero points, two defeats. Uh, Le- League Week, three games. Uh, second of... Uh, 2nd of March, man, I'm struggling. 2nd of March, death start. Neil Aldron to a repeat of last season's score at the uh, at the same ground. Brilliant performance from Aldron to extend their superior goal difference at the at the top goals. Uh, brace from B wing, uh, Kraken, the fo- former Death Star forward, another man of the match performance from him. Death Star identical to last season, no goals in their first few games, and uh, a real fall from their strong finish towards the back end of last season. Champions, Bears been another, another narrow 1-0 win for them. They beat Rebels uh, 1-0 with a, a goal from uh, new Endor Solo, who is looking outstanding in the midfield. You know, youngsters come through the ranks to now establish himself as their first choice midfielder. Brilliant goal from him. I think he's first for the club, so uh, Bezbin stay in second. Hoth beat Apex Overlook at Hoth. Bezbin looked yet to make his appearance, old Endor Solo, he'd moved from Rebels. He came on as a as a sub. Uh, no, in fact, it was 2-0 to Hoth. Always write the scores, halftime scores in green. Uh, Lando and Pruneface with the goals. Pruneface with the first goal. It's a new look Hoth midfield of K250. Bucky, Chirpa, Chirpa Chief Chirpa, the Ewok sign from uh, X-Wing. And uh, Lob. And that was a decent performance from uh, Hoth and uh, Tatooine. Uh, uh, a scr- scratchy performance against Concord Dawn. 1-0 win. Uh, a goal from Jedi Luke. And uh, today, as as I told you at the start of the show, Empire nil X-Wing nil, And that completes the league week three fixtures. And that, uh, I'll give you the table. Aldron, uh, uh, first their top nine points. From three games, maximum points plus seven goal difference, uh, seven goals, n- none conceded. Bez been second, three goals, none conceded, nine points plus three. Hoth in third, seven points plus three goal difference. Tatooine now up to fourth, five points plus one goal difference. Concord Dawn, they're in fourth, three points uh, plus one goal difference. X Wing, they're in sixth, three draws from three ga- three games, zero goal difference. Rebels in seventh, three points minus one goal difference. Death stuck in eighth, zero goals uh, minus three uh, and uh, just a point. Empire, they got their first point today. They're on minus three in ninth place. Apex overlook minus eight goal difference, no points. I'm now we're going to come to the League Cup draw. Just going to shuffle all the names, 16 t- teams. 
Oh, it's a long show. Right, remember, not edited this, so you'll have to excuse all the imperfections this week. I'm just going to write these down. What other show is going to do this for you? You know, what other show is going to give you a Star Wars football League Cup draw? Remember, Tatooine, the holders, they beat Bespin, eventual league champions, Bespin 2-0 in the final. So this is the last 16, first leg. I'll write the second leg. Uh, reverse fixtures once I've signed off for this week's show. What's the date? Today is the 6th. Right, give them a shuffle. Now, what I do, just to let you know, I do my draws differently. I don't, so the first two names I pick out, they don't play each other. What I do is I pick out the eight home teams first, right? So I'm going to pick out one. Uh, I'm going to, and uh, I'll read it out. So who is at home in this first leg? Okay, so this is X Wing, right? So X Wing. And the next name that I pick out, that's not who they're playing. That's the next team that's at home. I like to do that. You know, I like to just drag it, drag out the uh, suspense. Right. Who's the next? Apex Overlook. They're at home. The league new boys. There are six second division teams as well in this uh, League Cup draw. I normally close my eyes when I'm shuffling these post-it notes. Right. Who's next? Hopefully you're feeling the drama. Moncala, another second division side there at home. Uh, the Hiccup League Cup draw. Here we go. Fourth team. Who is this? Ord Montel, semi-finalist two seasons ago. So the new boys and the second division sides at home at the minute. Disadvantage, really. You want to be away in the first game. Who's this? Nat Hurth, another second division side. They're also at home in the uh, first leg. Okay. Right, who's this one? Crutch phrases for League Cup. Star Wars football draw is who's this? And this is Rebels. Last season's beaten finalists in the FA Cup. Uh, were they in the League Cup semi-finalists? They might have been. They were Christmas Cup semi-finalists, I think. Next one up, next team at home is Hoth, Silver Age, Season 5 League Cup winners. Semi-finalists last season, I think they went out to Tatooine last season. Okay, and our last home team is going to be, who's this? Hosnian Prime, right. So now we come to the away team. Messi writing, Gary Neville on the screen, whatever he's talking about after the Manchester derby can't be as interesting as this, surely. Can you hear me shaking the post-it notes? Right. So X-Wing will face, is it going to be an all-first division clash? No, Savarine. I think they, they might have played, voice went a bit high there, they might have played Savarine last season. I'm not sure. Oh, God, now I'm dropping post-it notes now. It's getting silly. Right. Not as comfortable as when the uh, FA Cup draw is, is done for the men's game from uh, the studios of the, what is it, the, uh, whatever, the one show. Concord Dawn. Oh, the new boys. How about that? Apex Overlook uh, meet Concord Dawn. The two first division new boys. Concord Dawn have already beaten Apex at 
Concord Dawn 3 nil. Right. And now Alderaan. They face Moncala. Good draw for Alderaan. Did they reach a final last season? No, they didn't. They reached the FA Cup semi-finals. I just realised that I am now... Oh, this is really bad. I'm a post-it note down. Am I? It's going to be a missing team. I'm going to have to remember who the missing team are. Where are they? I can't see it. I've only got 15 post-it notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right, let's see what's going on here. You know. Oh, no, I've got four. Yeah, no, it's uh, five I need, so I am missing one. Right. What a shit. What a shambles. Death Star, they faced Old Montel. They were knocked out of both domestic cups by uh, neighbours Besbin last season. Of course, there is an extra Cloud City derby this season with Apex Overlook. Yeah, yeah I am missing a post-it note. I'll have to try and remember who that missing team is. Here we go. Who's this? Tatooine. Nat Hurth, they'll be happy with that draw. Tatooine, the holders, travel to Nat Hurth. Let's see. See who Rebels face. Empire, I think, are still in the draw. I'm trying to think of the big teams. And Bezbin. Empire Rebels. Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one for Rebels. Uh, Hoth face Bezbin, which means I don't know who that missing team is. X-Wing. What? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right, so it's going to be a second division side that I'm missing. I'll have to have a look. I'll have to try and guess. This is unprofessional. I've got a, a voice message there from, from uh, Mr. Mab. Let me try and work out who the missing team is who are going to be playing Hosnian Prime. Very, very unprofessional draw this. I just need to wrap the show up. Ooh, let's have a look. League Cup quarterfinal first legs. Here we go last season. So Moncala are there. Hosnian Prime, Tattoo Hoth Rebels. Of course this is not interesting to you. I can understand that. I need to find out. I need to give you a complete League Cup draw before I can finish this. Where are we? What's going on here? What a terrible way to end a, a terrible epi episode. Uh, the Tourette's episode. Where the hell is this team? I just wrote these out. Lyra San, Empire Ord Montel. Uh, Death Star, Hosnian Prime, X-Wing, Lothu Minor, Hosnian Prime, Savarine. How many times can I say Hosnian Prime? Takadan. That's it. Takadan. So Osnian Prime faced uh, Takadan. I knew there was a team they'd given uh, Hoth quite uh, a battle in that game. Uh, let's see if I can confirm that. Let's have a look at the second leg. What disorganisation? What is going on here? Right. There's the Adam Smith voice. The voice of boxing. Adam Smith. Ward Mottel, nil. Empire One just reading out some scores from last year. Yeah, there we go. It was Takadan. So, uh, the complete draw. X-Wing versus Savarine. Apex over 
Overlook versus Concord, Dawn, Montcala versus Aldron, Old Montel versus Death Star, Nat Hearth versus Tatooine, Rebels versus Empire, Hoth versus Besby, Osnium Prime versus Takadan. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, that is it. That is the end of this week's uh, catastrophic shot. Now it's time for you to get those shoulders back. Keep on walking towards the sun. I'm Daniel Ruiz Tyson, and God knows what this week. What I've been doing this week. God knows. What is this? Have I have I been available? What is this? What has this last hour been? I'll end on the hiccup. Have a good one. Actually, no. Uh, I've just listened to the first 20 seconds of Mab's uh, voice message, voice note, and I can't remember if I've actually mentioned this, that in addition to lose, losing the video, I had to suffer the humiliation when I used it. I may have told you this earlier. I've just... You know, I, I forget everything that I talk about when I do this show, more so when I'm distracted like this week with these damn uh, hiccups. I downloaded four recovery and Android recovery apps to um, to tr- try and recover this video. I may have told you this already. And the first one was via Google Play. At For some reason, it was showing me loads of anime images, but also, you know, the image of a man's ass popped up, uh, for want of a better phrase. And of course, while the last recovery app that Martin was looking at remotely what wasn't able to find yesterday's video, it did bring up all this anime stuff and the man's ass. And I'm hopeful that, you know, while you may think, oh, oh, that's 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 uh, that Dan's thing, I'm hoping that it's the anime all these anime images being on the phone, recovered on the phone, will validate my story that this was actually imposed on the phone by the one of the apps that I had to install yesterday via Google Play. And I'll say, oh yeah, well that tallies in with his story because he knows I'm not an animation or anime guy. So how how the ass was thrown in, the male ass was thrown in, with the anime, I I don't know. As as Mab has just said on his uh, voice note, there is nothing wrong with the male form. But for me, you know, it was just just a bit too much. In addition to you know not recording my set, to have all this all these images. To be honest, I would have been just as bothered had there been you know some female nudity on my phone. You don't want that kind of stuff being uncovered by uh, someone trying to find some deleted uh, video. I'll just end on that note. It's been a mess of a show. And again, I I might have just repeated myself. Have a good week.